Hi, babes. Welcome to the first episode of the 20 something diaries with me, Elisa Onoa. Wow. Finally, the first episode. I'm so excited to actually record this. And if you want to see me, I will also have a podcast video available on Spotify. So make sure to head over to Spotify if you want to watch me um i tried to kind of make it look aesthetic although i'm wearing these ugly ass headphones just because i want to be able to hear myself and make sure i'm talking in the mic but if you just want to listen that's okay too um because i definitely want this to be the type of podcast that you can basically listen to doing whatever like maybe you're running errands you're getting things done maybe you're just like starting your morning whatever um Welcome to the 20-something Diaries. So this podcast basically is going to be me sharing my life. Um, I'm 23 currently, so I've been in my 20s for a few years, and I have many years left, and I just want to share my experiences, stories, advice, basically everything. Um, If you watch me on YouTube, I've done many girl talks where... I kind of dive into similar topics, but YouTube is very strict and I kind of wanted to just move it into something, I don't know, move on to something new and this is it, 20-something diaries. I hope you guys love it just as much as I do. I'm so excited for this journey and we're going to get started. Before I start, I'm going to light a candle. I want this to be a thing like every episode i just have a vanilla candle here i love vanilla candles period if you're not watching i just lit the candle and i'm going to grab my ipad and my journal because in here i have notes and the things that i want to talk about so while you're watching this it should be valentine's day and by the title you will probably notice that I'm not, well, I'm, I don't know if I'm celebrating Valentine's Day, but I'm single on Valentine's Day. And that's kind of what I wanted to make this topic, or that's kind of what I wanted to make this episode about because it's, it's fitting. <laughs> I was like, let's keep it somewhat lighthearted. I'll just share some of my stories and experiences and I feel like it was, it's like a fun way to kind of start off the podcast, but I have so many different things that I want to be talking about on here. And if you want to, you can head over to my Instagram, 20 something diaries. Um, something is actually not spelled out completely. It's S M T H if I'm not mistaken. So you can head over there and you can send in questions. I will make sure to put a question box in the highlights. You can send in questions or topics or requests, anything that you want me to talk about. Um, And I will keep those in mind when I'm planning new episodes. But since this is the first episode, give me some time to get into it. Um, Some things might change over the next few episodes. Um, It's kind of going to be trial and error. Even though I've done a podcast before with my best friend, Luca, I've never done it alone, so yeah, bear with me, but hopefully everything's going to go smooth, so um, I want to, before I get into every topic or like every episode, I want to do like a affirmation or some type of gratitude or something, so I'm actually going to go to my Pinterest and, okay, I think this one's actually going to be perfect because I've been seeing this trend going around of the lucky girl syndrome. I think it might be like a new it girl type of 
trend or whatever. But today's affirmation is, I'm so lucky. Everything works out for me. Things are always working out for me, no matter how I look. Wait, (laughs) let me try that again. (laughs) I'm actually going to keep this in because I want this to be real. Also, if you're watching the video the lighting might change a bunch of times because the sun keeps coming in and out. I'm not using, oh, sorry. I'm not using any fancy lighting. Um, we're just keeping it real. Okay, let's try this again. <laughs> Reading has never been my best um, best skill, but I'm so lucky. Everything works out for me. Things are always working out for me, no matter how it looks in any point in time. Things are always working out for me at any at any given point in time, they just are. I just butchered that. Let's do a different one. That was. <laughs> I am the luckiest person in the world. And self love is the highest frequency that attracts everything you desire. Okay, hopefully, next episode, this is going to be more smooth. Maybe I should prep one before I start. But I think it's more fun to just like look one up and whichever one catches my eye okay anyways let's move on from that um i will work on that (laughs) so in this episode i kind of want to talk about living life as a single 23 year old my relationship history valentine's day celibacy which is something i never really talk about but i posted a tiktok i think it was two days ago um, about my two-year celibacy streak and I was like let me just mention it in the podcast as well um, yeah let's just get into it so first I kind of want to talk a little bit about my dating and relationship history so oh where do I even start I've never really been um, like a relationship type of girl growing up and like going into my teen years I definitely had like my fair share of high school like crushes or just school crushes in general celebrity crushes but I was always really awkward very socially anxious I really didn't know how to even talk to boys Um, and at the time I didn't really know what my sexuality was I honestly just thought I was straight up until I was like 17 so for many years I was really struggling like trying to kind of get experience in like the dating field and with relationships and I didn't really get any experience (laughs) to be honest um I feel like usually if I liked a guy like they just never liked me back like I always got rejected and I was also really really insecure especially as a teen like I was so insecure that I couldn't even imagine like a boy liking me back because I just thought I was fucking ugly and I was like yeah they're they probably think the same thing and I mean I always got rejected so it kind of like always confirmed it for me so usually I would just be crying about getting rejected and that was kind of all of my all the experience I had and like (laughs) that basically summed up my love life um, as a teen so I think the first time I really got to know a boy and like started kind of like dating around with someone I think I was around 18 years old and oh my god I don't even know if I can am I gonna tell this story so it was this boy that I'm pretty sure I found him on Instagram and I just kind of liked a few pictures to um get his attention he ended up slitting in my dms slitting sliding sliding in my dms um and I mean he was like super into me and he like right away like wanted to like take me out on a date so within like a day he 
drove to the city that I lived in and he took me out on a date, which was a cute day. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I was really nervous and I was super inexperienced, but I really wanted to put myself out there and like try to get the experience because like how else are you gonna get it? So I ended up going on a date with him and I really, really liked him. We ended up talking for probably like a month or so and then he kind of like ended up being like, oh, I'm not ready, whatever. And not much happened between us. Like we never had sex or anything. Um, I think we had kissed, but it wasn't like we never like made out or, or anything. Like at that point, I felt like I was still very inexperienced. And um, what I did, like he kind of popped my like news cherry. Is that a thing? Like he was the first person that I like sent nudes and like we would Snapchat each other and like send each other videos. <laughs> when I think about it I'm like ew like disgusting but at the time I thought it was so I don't know like I'd never experienced anything like that so it was like so exciting to me definitely be careful with what you send to like guys and stuff at the time like I trusted him I think I could still trust him like I never really thought that he would do anything with them but oh that was something um so that was kind of like my first experience with like a boy. I was still a virgin at the time. Um, and yeah, I had only just like kind of kissed him. And then I sent him <laughs> videos of my vagina. <laughs> oh my God, that's so embarrassing. Um, okay, it's not embarrassing. I just like thinking about it. I'm like, ew. So yeah, at this point I was still a virgin. And Okay, I'm not actually going to talk about the way that I lost my virginity because I think I want this, I want to keep this for a different episode. I want to go more in depth about that. But he was kind of like the first boy that I started liking and I had like an experience with. And before him, I had also had a crush on a boy, but I never actually like, he never like took me out on a date or anything. Um, and then I had a few like, few flings here and there, but never anything that was even though this wasn't serious, it was never that serious, like, if that makes sense, like, um, that was the first time I, like, went on a date and everything, then after that, I, who else did I talk to, I don't think I really was dating anyone up until I started going to fashion school, and, uh, I met this guy in my class, let me just make sure that I'm not forgetting anyone. I don't think so. Like, I might have, like, talked to some people here and there, but never anything serious, right? So now I'm going to fashion school, and there's this guy in my class, and I think he's so cute. Like, I'm, like, trying to get his attention without, like, trying. Like, I wanted him to naturally gravitate towards me, but I just couldn't keep my eyes off of him. Like, I just thought he was so beautiful, and he seemed so sweet. So um, I ended up being the one to text him I think because we were in a group chat with our class I ended up I ended up being the one to text him and basically saying like hey like I don't know I wanted to like ask for your Instagram or something and he was basically saying that he wanted to ask me as well and so okay it was kind of like a mutual like okay I like you too um so I feel like we pretty quickly like started to like hang out and get to know each other and I was just like so into this guy but I was also like still quite inexperienced and I was really struggling to I don't know like I was struggling to kind of set boundaries for myself and maybe notice red flags like I don't know 
I was definitely, I think this is a story that I can get deeper into in another episode, but either way, we started kind of like talking and it ended up becoming like a situationship. Like it was never a relationship because he kept saying that he wasn't ready. And of course I was like in love with him and I didn't want it to end. So I kept clinging on to the little bit that was there. Um, And it was kind of hard because he wasn't really like affectionate and he was making it really awkward for me. Like he really like, I don't know if I could call it traumatic, but he really just made me feel like I was undesirable. And like, I feel like I kind of was scarred a little bit from that situation just because I don't know. He just gave me this feeling that I was just not lovable. And I know that he probably didn't do it on purpose, but just from like my past and stuff, I feel like affection has always been the type of, um, I don't know, like showing love in that way was always, how do I say this? Like that was like the way to show love to someone in my opinion, like, or like in my experience at the time, like if someone wasn't affectionate, I just felt like you didn't like me or love me or like, I felt very unloved. So I was really struggling with that when I was dating around with him and it lasted for like seven months and it got even worse when I had this pregnancy scare, like, cause we would, <laughs> so bad, we would have sex, but like we never used any protection because Am I really gonna? I don't know if I should put his business out there. <laughs> See, now I'm getting too comfortable. Basically, we were having unprotected sex, and I would like take a plan B, and then I would get sick from the plan B, and then I was like, I'm not gonna do that anymore. And then this one time, I was like, my period was like, it wasn't late yet. Like, I I think I still had to wait like a week or a week and a half until I got my period, but I was starting to get these symptoms and I literally thought I was pregnant and it scared the fuck out of me. And I was honest to him about it because we were like kind of like in this like situationship, but at the same time we were also friends and like when we were in school, like we would always sit together and like we spent like a lot of time together. And so I was like open to him about it and I was like, listen, like I don't know, I feel like I might be pregnant. I ended up taking a test, which ended up being like a false positive and like, which was crazy. I didn't even know that existed, but then I looked up the brand and a lot of people were saying that they got false positives from that one. So I was having this pregnancy scare. Then he invited me. I think he invited me. I can't remember exactly, but we went to his house. I briefly met his mom. Like all of that was like so insane to me. I was like, what the fuck is going on? But he was being so sweet to me at the time. So I started to fall in love even more. And especially with like my hormones going and me thinking that I might be pregnant. Like it was a lot. Ended up not being pregnant. And like right after that, I got my IUD put in. So many things happening at once. Then I ended up telling him like, I need to just have some time for myself. I feel like we shouldn't talk anymore. Like this was also around the time that I was moving out of my mom's house. So a lot of things were happening. So then after I'd moved, we didn't talk for like a month and then I reached out to him again and then we met up again and we were kind of starting as friends again and then we ended up having sex again and then pretty soon after that, I dropped out of school and then I also, I'm pretty sure he just like left me hanging one night, like he was going to come over and then he just never did or something and it ended there. So now I was really traumatized from this whole experience and especially because I felt like we had such a good friendship like we had built a friendship and like I felt so just like betrayed by him 
okay, so now I was trying to heal from this. In the meantime, I was, I just moved in um, with my ex best friend. We were living together. First few months were okay. And then I started to fucking hate it. It was hell. So that whole year was just like so much trauma for me. And then, okay, so I'd moved out of that place and I'd gone my own place. And then literally like two months, I think, after I'd moved into this apartment. God. (laughs) Literally two months after I'd moved into this apartment, there was this guy. And like, I need to be very careful with what I say about this situation because I feel like this is one of those stories that I don't really want. Like, I wouldn't want people to actually know who I'm talking about because it's someone that's like in the public eye. Like, it's not just like a random person. Like, this guy from my class, like, no one's going to know him. But this person was like, you know, he's known. People know him. So it was kind of like, I don't know. I just don't want it to become like a story that's like out there. You know what I mean? And I have like my name attached to his. But just to give you a brief summary i ended up sliding into his dms because i thought it was he was like interesting and cute and i was like i don't know i kind of want to get to know him and see what this guy's all about like he kind of seemed like different which he ended up not being different but (laughs) i thought maybe he's different so um i started talking to this guy and then i think like after two weeks or something we finally met up and he picked me up and i went to his place and we went and smoked and like talked and uh, this kind of ended up like we were like talking and we saw each other like a couple of times. I don't know exactly how many times, but we were mostly like meeting up at night and like he would come over to my place or we like go and smoke in his car and like we would just talk. And after like, I think maybe like after two times seeing each other, we were just like making out and shit. And like, I really started to like get feelings for this guy because at the time i'm pretty sure we were also in lockdown so it wasn't like oh you're just like going on a day like when you like go and meet up like at like my place or his place and like you actually like sit down and just do a lot of talking i feel like you start to like bond so much faster and feelings can grow a lot faster than if you're just like going out on one day like grabbing dinner and then not seeing each other for a week and then you know what i mean like i feel like it kind of all went really fast and then he was probably also just feeding me a lot of lies like he knew exactly what to say and like how to like I don't know swoop me in I guess but I started to develop feelings for this guy and then all of a sudden he was like pulling away and kind of ghosting me and I was like what the fuck is going on and obviously I was like starting to chase because I was like what the fuck like I thought this was going well like what are you doing turns out (sighs) turns out this guy actually well he told me that him and his girlfriend had broken up and that they weren't together anymore. Um, And he was kind of talking about how he was like, pretty sure he said he just was like having a hard time being like emotionally available and like wasn't really ready to like go that fast, but he liked me. So he, whatever, we just had to like take it slow and just communicate, whatever. This was what he was telling me. So I was like, okay, that sounds fine. Like I'm okay with that. Turns out they were probably, they were still together. I'm pretty sure. Um, and I, he made me a side chick. <laughs> he literally made me a side chick without me knowing. Um, obviously, after I found out, it ended. But well, it, it had already ended. But I, I found out like after it ended. But I like obviously wasn't gonna like be a side chick. Like that's not me at all. But in the time that we were like 
hanging out and doing whatever like I was basically side chick and like to be honest I had a slight like no not even slight I had a gut feeling but I thought it was just my trauma response of not trusting anyone and thinking that everything he said to me was a lie turns out it was so trust your gut bitch what the fuck okay so from that whole situation this is a summary so I like maybe one day I'll go a bit deeper into it but that left me very scarred like especially after what happened the time before that at this point I was so broken because I was already kind of broken when I met him and I feel like he just literally stomped me into the ground and buried me in like a shallow grave (laughs) so that is kind of where that ends for me um at this point I like in all these years, I definitely have always been kind of open to like going on dates with people and meeting people, whatever. But aside from these three people, no one ever really stuck with me to the point where I was like, hmm, I could have feelings for you. So there's only been, I guess, like three people where I wasn't like 12 years old. Like those don't count. Like three people that I genuinely like really liked and could develop feelings for or had feelings for, or whatever. Um, so that's where we are now and like it's been about a year since that last situation and I really needed last year to heal not only from him but from a lot of things happening I mean even just like my ex-best friend and I like ending our friendship that was kind of another breakup for me like there was a lot of things happening so last year I was healing from all of it but that's kind of the history on my relationships no relationships I guess but dating never been in a relationship and just to quickly touch on celibacy So the last time I had sex was two years ago with the guy that I'm pretty sure. Okay, no, we had sex one more time, I think, after my pregnancy scare. But that was like the last person I had sex with. And I haven't had sex since. And kind of like I'm kind of happy I haven't. Even though it wasn't necessarily like I chose not to have sex. Maybe I did. I don't know. Like it wasn't like I... I really went into it like, oh, I'm not going to have sex anymore. But it was just kind of like, I just don't really, I just don't just have sex with anyone. Like, I really need to feel someone to get to that point. And I think with the last guy I was talking to, like, it could have gone to that point if we talked for a little bit longer. Like, I feel like it was gonna lead up to that. But then I kind of stopped it because I just wasn't ready. And I don't know, like, ever since then, like, there hasn't been anyone that made me feel like oh like I'm gonna have sex with you right now like I haven't felt comfortable with anyone or gotten that close to anyone and I've also never been the type of person that would just have like a a hookup or something like I just don't really do that because I don't know for some people that might work but for me personally like I'm I just don't get comfortable with someone like that fast and like I feel like I would only really enjoy it if I have a certain connection with someone. So if it's not there, like, I don't really see the point of having sex. And also, my pH balance has been so good. I don't want to mess it up. Um, Especially having unprotected sex with that guy, like, multiple times. Like, that shit fucked me over. Like, never doing that again. Um, So now I've been, I guess, celibate for two years. And, like, I don't really see myself having sex with anyone anytime soon unless I meet someone that I'm like in love with but I'm totally fine with staying this way because to be honest like I don't have huge desires for sex like I don't know if my libido is a libido 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 
libido i don't know if it's like just low if it's because of my antidepressants but i think in general i've never really been like a super sexual person unless i'm like into someone that's when like i actually feel like that but if i'm not talking to someone or no one's making me feel like i want to have sex with them i don't really think about sex like unless i'm ovulating then i'll like think about fucking certain people but it's not like i actually do it if that makes sense um yeah i just don't think sex is the end all be all like some people think sex is so important in a relationship and like of course like if your relationship is good and you have a good sex life that's gonna make your relationship amazing but i just don't think sex is everything like it's very overrated in my opinion um anyways that's a little history on that i will touch more on like losing my virginity and everything in another episode and like talk more about sex and my experience with it but i just wanted to kind of somewhat give you a summary of my dating life i don't know if i'm missing out on some stories i might like certain dates that i've been on but nothing ever like i never pursued anything further than like these three guys i guess um and i also wrote down judgment shame and acceptance because i feel like growing up like i was so embarrassed to be a virgin like i lost my virginity at a at a i was i think it was 20 20 21 i think it was 20 again i'll talk about this in a different episode but i was like so embarrassed growing up like still being a virgin and like even when i was like 16 like people around me and like girls were having relationships and having sex and i was like so embarrassed that i wasn't yet but then now i'm like so happy that i never did that because i feel like i really spared myself from even more trauma that i could have gotten from it because i genuinely like don't see a reason why you should be having sex at like 15 16 years old like not saying that if you did that like i'm not shaming anyone right but just thinking back at me personally at 16 i had no business having sex like i barely even knew my body like i don't i think because it's so normalized to have sex at a young age like people think it's just okay but i personally think it's very young to be having sex at 16 um especially considering things that can happen like the risk stds pregnancy stuff like that i was so not ready to even deal with that at that age that looking back now i'm like there's no need there was no need for me to be embarrassed about that um or ashamed of it but like now i feel like i don't know if proud is the right word but like i'm i don't know like i think it's a good thing that i haven't really been with many people and like i just kind of protected my energy and myself i guess even though i still let some people ruin the fuck out of me just not in a sexual way <laughs> i don't know if that makes any sense um and i think it also just all kind of comes back to not settling for less like i will not settle if you don't meet my standards and my expectations especially now like obviously in the past i've settled well i didn't, I didn't even settle because i never went into a relationship but i like i guess i let people step over my boundaries and like i let them kind of take over and like not respect me and i just took it because i liked them so much and i just wanted to feel loved and i wanted to have someone like even if they treated me like shit like i would take it because i just wanted to feel that kind of love now that i've went through all of that and i've been able to heal from a lot like sorry no way like 
it takes so much for someone to impress me, not even just men, just everyone in general, because um, I didn't really touch on this, but I guess I would be bisexual. I don't know really what I would label my sexuality, but I just can fall in love with a person. I don't really care about their gender or anything or sex or whatever. Um, but it takes a lot for someone to like really impress me and in a way where I would like be able to get feelings for you. So I just will not settle for less. Like if, cause I'm just so like, I've always been so independent and it's like, if you're not adding anything to my life and it doesn't feel like, you know, you're bringing anything to the table, then what, what am I doing? Like, why would I spend my time in, and like my energy with this person that literally is not even like gonna grow with me or lift me up or anything like that like I really want if I meet someone I want them to feel like they are adding to my life and we are growing together into something bigger than what we already are separately and if it doesn't feel like that I don't want it and I don't care if that means that I'm not gonna have sex for years or kiss someone for years or have any like validation or attention from someone for years because I'm just protecting my own peace you know if I get into something again just because I think someone's attractive or because I think they like me enough to put a little bit of effort in but still not meet my standards like I'm literally just gonna sabotage myself again because as soon as I fall in love it's over like okay I think I've talked about that enough. I'm probably going to have to do some cutting in this episode because I really have to like get used to, I don't know, sitting and talking about a certain topic. I like to ramble as well. Like my mind always goes everywhere. Um, so I wanted to mention a few reasons why I like and don't like being single. So one of the reasons I enjoy being single is because I get to fully spend my time on me. I get to continue to to develop myself my needs my wants my career everything like growing up because I've always been so distant from love and relationships and boys and stuff like that I've always been able to really focus on me and get my shit together and I think at the end of the day that's so much more important because I mean I could have gone into relationships at the time and like it would have been a distraction and I probably would not have been where I am now. So I think for your personal development, being single is so good. And like, I guess, especially, obviously I can only speak as a woman, but I think especially as a woman in this day and age, like being able to be strong by yourself, fulfill your own needs and like create your own happiness. Nine times out of 10, like if you're in, especially if you're in a toxic relationship, like it makes you insecure. It makes you feel like shit. And everything in your life just kind of downgrades because of it because it takes up so much energy to try and have a relationship or work on a relationship if it's not good if it's not healthy it takes up so much time you don't even realize and all that time you could spend on yourself and like spend on building your future building yourself making money spending time with family and friends whatever makes you happy I just personally think that's so much more important and it has so much more value than trying to find the love of your life or trying to make this relationship work even though it's not working like I'd rather just be single my whole life 
than spend my whole life trying to find the love of my life because it's draining and that's just not how it works like I genuinely feel like when you're looking for it and you're trying to like find it you're not gonna meet the right person like you're only gonna attract the people that are like how do I say this like for me personally like I know that I always kind of attract people that need help that need like healing that need care that need like I don't know people that just are broken because I always am the type of person like I want to fix someone but that's because I'm not fixed and I'm not healed fixed maybe is not the right word but I'm not healed so I'm always kind of attracting people that also aren't healed and it just makes everything so much worse I think by the time that I can actually say that I'm healed and I'm strong and I love myself and I love my life and I feel happy by myself completely that's when I will actually attract the person that is meant for me and I will be able to attract someone that is on the same level because I'm not like seeking out to find someone that's broken just as me if that makes sense because it's almost kind of a trauma bonding type of thing like seeking out especially these men that don't have dads in their life like why do I always <laughs> okay let's just get a bit unserious again because it's getting too serious for me why am I always attracting these guys that have daddy issues just like me literally okay maybe not all of them but like the past two guys I talked to both of them do not have their dad in their life or at least not the way they're supposed to if that makes sense like they don't have the normal relationship with their dad and for some reason I always attract them and it's like you're just doing this trauma bonding because you feel like oh they get it and like we have the same experience but that's not always a good thing okay let me stop <laughs> speaking of daddy issues there is going to be an episode on this as well the daddy issues club I'm going to tell you all about my dad and everything that happened without putting all my mom's business out there but I've never talked about it online but I will now in this podcast I'm gonna be telling you so many stories you've never heard before um okay I don't want to make these episodes too long so I'm already gonna kind of wrap it up I don't know if I missed anything that I wanted to say but I feel like I've already said enough <laughs> I hope this isn't getting me in trouble so just to give you a quick um rundown of what my valentine's day is gonna be like Actually, I don't really know what I'm going to do yet, but I'm probably just going to take myself, maybe not on a date. I don't think I'm going to take myself on a date. I don't really like that. You should do that, though. If you have the balls to take yourself on a solo date, definitely take yourself on a date. I think that would be a fun way to spend Valentine's. But I think Valentine's Day, I'm literally just going to have like some type of self-care day, like taking care of me. I'm going to make good food. I'm going to maybe do my nails, skincare, watch a show, play some Sims. I don't know. Maybe I'm going to spend time. Actually, no, I'm not going to spend time with Luke because he has a date. Luke has a date, you guys, on Valentine's. Okay, he's, he's literally leaving me on Valentine's. I think last year we spent it together. This year I'll be alone, but that's okay. Um, yeah, also I have a I have such an amazing son, Blue. Like I'll probably spend my Valentine's with him because he's the only man in my life. Other ways you could spend Valentine's Day as a single person, I would say, is with friends, 
with family. If you have another single friend, take your take each other out on a day. Like be each other's day. I think it's so fun to have your friend be your Valentine's Day day. Like you don't have to see Valentine's Day as like a miserable thing just because you're single. I think it can actually be like fun, but it's just all about the mindset, right? If you're going into Valentine's Day with a thought of like ugh, like I'm lonely and I'm single and this is depressing. Like obviously you're not gonna have a good day. But you can also just see it as a day to just celebrate love with your friends or your family. Like it's just about celebrating love. Like it doesn't have to be like a couple relationship type thing. And it doesn't have to be corny with like roses and chocolates and heart shaped shit. Like it can just be a day of spreading love and just loving the people around you. Like in general you should be doing that every day, but especially on Valentine's Day, you know, put some extra work in, even if it's like to make one of your friends smile or do something for your mom, just show love in any way, I think is a good way to um, spend your Valentine's as well. And girl, if you need to, here's the one of them roses or a fucking satisfier. Girl, there's so many toys out there. So you could do that as well on Valentine's don't get wrapped up with someone just because you want to do the deed okay do it yourself and have fun with it okay and is there anything else you want to say i think that's kind of it there's so many ways that oh i just got lipstick on my mic there's so many ways you could spend valentine's day the most important thing is that you don't let I guess, I don't know if it would be social media, but just people's perception of Valentine's Day and kind of the way that people, hmm, I'm kind of struggling getting my words out right now. Like the way that people view Valentine's Day or like the standard, throw that out the window. And how do I say this? Fuck, I'm struggling. I'm going to have to cut all of this shit out because I feel like I'm, oh God, (laughs) basically i think that obviously there is a certain concept around valentine's day but at this point just make valentine's day the way that you want it to be like you don't have to follow the social standards you don't have to feel bad about yourself because you don't have a valentine's day day because what the fuck is just valentine's day there's so many people around you that love you why do you care so much there's more to love than just like a relationship um like a romantic relationship and i don't fucking know man (laughs) these headphones are giving me a headache i don't know what i'm saying anymore i'm gonna wrap it up before i end this episode i want you guys to head over to my instagram or actually maybe i can add something to this podcast i'm not sure if i can add any like question boxes or polls or anything but i want to start doing a segment called listen to lisa at the end of every episode where i answer one person's dilemma question advice anything that you need and you gotta fucking listen to lisa okay listen to me i feel like i give some good ass advice so I want you to start doing that. Obviously, I'm not going to do this now because I haven't even announced the name or anything or that I recorded this. Like, I won't be able to do this just yet. But if there's anything that you want me to help you with, make sure to send it in. Yeah, 
I hope this was a good episode. I literally have no idea. I feel like I was just rambling and I'm going to have to listen back and make sure I'm not saying anything dumb. But thank you for listening and watching if you're watching um, to my first episode of the 20-something diaries. Stay tuned for more. I'm so excited for this new journey. I will have a new episode every Tuesday and you can watch and listen on Spotify and then I will also make sure that it's available on other podcast platforms like Apple Podcasts and I don't know. Is there anything else? Google Podcasts maybe? That's it. Thank you for being here with me. I love you guys and I will talk to you next week.